the belt stays on during sex. This is Spoilers. Everybody, welcome to Spoilers. That was a hard outro on the music. We're working on it. This is our first in-person podcast recording in Spoilers Studios. This is exciting. Uh, live in downtown Elkhart, Indiana with all of my friends. Uh, I guess not all of my friends, but a lot of my Every friends. Every one of them. All of them, all three of them are here together, assembled in the same room to talk about a movie we just watched live and in person together, The Green Knight. Uh, let's go from weestus to eastus around this table. Um, establish where you are. Um, I don't know. What's a good opening question? Do you have a favorite A24 movie and why is it not The Green Knight? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Uh, Brett, we'll start with you. The okay, I've seen the least amount of A twenty four movies. Um, this is Brett recording from. You don't the, need to say that. We're all together. Together. I need to say that. Born and raised, <laughs> Elkhart. Uh, I have no idea. What's what are some Hereditary? No. The Lobster? Nope. Midsummer's. Um, Never seen oh, it. So, oh, Brett. So it's the Green Knight. Is that what you're saying? No, the no. Green what, about, Knight is what about the Green Room? I got a good one. I've okay. seen Spring Breakers. This is Josh from Goshen recording from Elkhart. Back. <laughs> uh, Spring Breakers. That's a good one. I don't one. know if it's my favorite, but I, I think it's a good one though. to shout out because it's fun. Fun to watch. I'd recommend it. A podcast we did on that. Stevie, do you have a favorite A24 movie? Oh, here we go. This is the Beach Bum A- A24 movie. Spiritually. Spiritually, I feel like it is an A24 movie, but uh, yeah, Hereditary, hands down, is my favorite A24 movie. I think it's a fantastically acted and written directed drama with elements of horror, so definitely hereditary. I was going to say hereditary. This is Pappy. I'll give Brett a second to Google. Also, by the way, we're going to try and simulcast this live to the YouTube channel as well, so you might be able to watch us, Pod. You might be able to watch Brett stress out what... Is simulcast (laughs) the real word to use? Uh, Simulcast. uh, It sounds fancy. What does that even mean? Simulcast. Uh, cross, cross-pollinate <laughs> platforms. You can watch us live I can't on promise. I can't promise a simulcast, but we're going to get this video up on YouTube for like a weird first Good thing. I'm, you can see my A24 shirt Patreon only or you, for the if, masses? If you're the A24 guy, I think it's for everybody. Okay. Cool. I don't know if I'm the A24 guy. Giving him just an extra minute, what are just some of the top tier between you guys? Like, What are just some of your favorites? What's up there? You guys like Uncut Gems, right? Oh, Uncut Gems is a banger. Midsomar, The Lobster, Green Room's great. Good time. I was um, drunk. Good on times, a, a fantastic. The Witch. I was drunk on a plane and I cried during The Room, during Brie <laughs> Larson, which is like one of my most embarrassing moments in my life. I was gonna say The Lobster though because we did a podcast on that. I haven't revisited it in a long time, but it's a very A twenty four movie, much like The Green Knight. Brett, you've been frantically <laughs> scrolling through your phone anything one. to say okay yeah i liked uh i probably i'd say the disaster artist i really enjoyed that one I was that's a really good one that's a good one and i guess the green knight we have we, so we saw it together <laughs> hard transition we saw it together we hadn't said anything supposedly about it we, we, we're trying to siskel and ebert it together we watched the movie together not right. going to say a word before we got out of the theater i was a little frustrated by the end. I hung my head a little bit. Um, initial impressions, anyone go, on The Green Knight? So, what did I tell you when we were entering in that was my biggest fear? You were afraid it was going to be It Comes at Night, which is a movie that we spoiled with, what's his name? Taron Edrington? Um, Edrington. Uh, Joel, Edrington? Joel Edrington. Joel Edrington, yeah. It has Joel, yeah, you're close. It, yeah, it's almost Taren? there. Taron is 
Yeah, Chan's oh, another yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, but it, it started Joel Edgerton, and I we Which said De- Dev Patel owes him a hand job. Yeah, we'll get to that. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the least likely kiss of all time. I've never seen anything like that. Personally. Wasn't expecting that. Yeah, but it was um, the mar- like the marketing for It Comes Oy. at Night. Fantastic. Go to see It Comes at Night. Super excited. Nothing ever came. And yeah, Matt Negley, if you're watching this, I know it's fear. Believe me, I know. <laughs> Nothing exciting ever came. The marketing for this was fantastic. I watched the trailer for this at least 15 times. Watched the backstory, you know, saw YouTube videos. Like, great. Super excited. This was supposed to be a 2020 movie. Like, we'd been, I've been waiting for this movie for uh, it's supposed to come out of October. Months. Yeah, October of 2020 is when it's supposed to come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like the Green Knight had similar results from uh, Comes at Night. Well, Dev Patel definitely came, right? Wasn't that? We'll get to that. I wasn't expecting that. Let's, okay. in the spirit of spoilers, what happens in that scene? Let's just get that sex scene out of the way. It's a key plot point, too, maybe. Uh, In that particular scene? Is that like a test? We're just going to keep dropping weird hints to what we see on screen on the belt and her hand. I mean, it was a was full her- shot of semen. In yeah. I've movie. never, I haven't seen semen since, since something of yeah, yeah. Something, something about, about Mary. Mary. And 25 favorite, years ago. My favorite comedy. To say something nice, very realistic looking. Semen, oh yeah. I oh say. They, no expenses yeah. were spared <laughs> in terms of the semen. Um, Brett, though, you, you mentioned you don't... We were in the car ride over and we were trying not to talk about it, but you said you don't watch a lot of A24 movies. Is this the er example of an A24 movie in your mind and why you avoid them? I did I did say to you, I believe, I didn't watch them because I feel like a lot of them are like that, where nothing really happens. They think like something's happened, but it, it's honestly just because I haven't got around to them. They all sound really good. Um, I've liked some of the ones I've seen. Lady Bird, it's, it's all good stuff. Lady Bird's I haven't going. watched a lot of it. I haven't watched a lot of it. That's grade A semen, though. You're right. Josh, when you think A24, what are the first things that think of your head? You're the only real person who's made films here. I feel like you're oh, able gosh. to speak on that. Um, I would love to make a film someday. But uh, I think, well, we saw the preview for Lamb, right, while that we're sitting there. That's a sheep, right? That's like the whole Gotta plot be. of that story. <laughs> Gotta be. I mean, fucks a sheep and he has a sheep baby. That happened, right? Like, he definitely, I looked at you and I said he definitely had sex with that lamb, oh, Okay, right? also, why were there fucking 15 previews in this movie? There were so many. Why were many... they all horror movies, too? We were supposed to see this movie at 4.30. It was 5.05 before the A24 logo, I think. Oh, I thought on. it was 4.55. Have any of you guys guess, ever but... worked in a theater? Mm. No. Jordan Brother has. Jode has. I wish yeah, I could ask yeah. him, but I, I feel like they're almost contractually oh, like, sure. told to say you have to play, the, you know, anchor this with this. It's just like everything. There's more commercials everywhere, but right? I, in everything. I mean, I haven't seen that amount of trailers in a minute. I mean, you're talking about like 15 years where I was like, wow, I was getting out of hand. <laughs> it was all A24? Yeah. What made it stand it. out to me was how awkward it felt between trailers. I haven't felt there's only six people in our theater. Yeah, and like that's, that's, that's an A24. Lamb, I thought looked good. <laughs> Maybe the best out of everything. I actually thought the candy, Candyman sounded. I mean, okay. I, I thought I'll be able to watch it, but that sounded pretty, looked pretty cool to me. I want to see Candyman. I think. Well, okay, fuck the Green Knight for a second. We were all in person. Yeah. We played a little game of musical chairs at the beginning of the seating. Like, <laughs> we could not get our seating configuration around. Uh, you know, as you can see. Two tall guys here. We moved around a little bit. Were you guys next to each other or a seat no, apart? No, in between. A popcorn set. Well, I'm still trying to keep some COVID distance. Yeah, twix. plus that's just kind of how. While we sit two feet from each other, and it's not about COVID. It's about other. the fact there were six people in the theater. There are us four pretty much in a row, and then like. Well, don't forget a, about the kids in the hallway. 
I shut the doors. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, was thinking, I was thinking about it, but I was like, I don't know. So, Did you notice that? Did you see that? I said, Josh is the Green Knight. I was so excited. You could hear the other theater yeah. playing, too. It was like really loud. Well, also, the theater we went to have very thin walls. So if we had Michael Bay on either side, we were screwed from the get. Because <laughs> yeah. this was a very, in some moments, and that's what you want—a theater with the thinnest of walls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this theater has been updated since 1987. You guys got to come to my Fort Wayne theater sometime. It's yeah. awesome because this theater—I mean, it shows its age. It's been road hard and put away wet for years. The old school seats that also stay down <laughs> after you've sat in them at one point—they like don't go back up on their own like they should. Well, I dropped my bottle cap and I said, "Pap, I have no idea what's on that yeah. floor. That's there." No, I, I, you you dropped your ball cup and went, no. no. <laughs> Don't pick that the up. arm rest was super forever. sticky, too. But I, you know. but that's the first time at a theater I had taken an action to help improve the watching experience for other people. So. You were a hero for every I all shut, six of us. I shut the doors in the back. I just yeah. went back there and took, like, it was kind of awkward. And <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked. Like, the projection was also off, too. It was driving me insane watching the- What did you notice? What? <sighs> well, first off, the fact that it wasn't a full screen drove me insane. You still had those two bars in the sides. Mm. I know it was shot for something bigger than that. I know it was. And also, if you looked at the top, it was angled ever so slightly, and my eye could Ooh. not go off of it. I just mm. needed subtitles. I could have used some subtitles. I could have, I, I, it's the only way I watch media I now is same, on subtitles. Same. I can only there watch movies is and shows. an expository dump at the beginning. There's like, yeah. a, I, I didn't know what they were saying. That's why I brought this up, because of the subtitles. Like, what was that beginning part? What were they doing? I don't even remember what. Wait, it, are you talking about like the intro sequence, yeah. like the whole yeah. first? Okay, I I like the first twenty minutes. Yeah, no, I liked them the, a lot. I'm talking about the first twenty intro. seconds where someone's seeing Yanari and many. No of, idea. There's a voiceover at the beginning. Said, oh, it sounded kind of like this. Huh. And um, what they were pretty much saying is, you've heard of Guinevere, you've heard of Arthur, you've yeah. heard of the Excaliburs. Yeah. Uh, now it's time to hear. Story, yeah. Now it's time to hear the story of the Green Knight. Do you guys remember? But the- he was not the Green Knight. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, no. Do you remember on the Fargo podcast? Never got mad at me for saying it's funny that they say it's based on a true oh, story. Yeah. Oh, God. And this was like <laughs> film adopted for film by Anonymous. Did you guys see yeah, that? Yeah, that was pretty. I thought that was a short story that they were basing this. I thought so too. I thought, it, I thought it said adopted for film by. Maybe I missed that. This no, it was based was? on the, oh. the, the Chivalrous Knight or something like that. By anonymous, I, I, that's why I said it to you guys. I think it's probably about eight hundred years old. It's probably a really. They really had old to like story. translate it to the English language. That's how old it is because it's not. I mean, it's old. That's actually where we get into some cool stuff with the I Green Knight. The first twenty minutes, I was so into the first twenty minutes. The whole Tell like, us setting what happened. up. Yeah, get into it. Okay, so we're setting up Dev Patel, our favorite last Airbender character. Um, he went hard. He. It's a very much a, I guess, trying to establish his character. Are we supposed to think that he's like a young man, right? He's kind of fucking around. Lothario doesn't really give, you know, two nickels about what's going on in his kingdom. I thought the production design on the kingdom was great. It it felt like a a fantasy world I wanted to spend time in at that point. I was into the snow. Not living, though. Not living, but no, no, like experience, like like, watch. There's a lot of mud. Yeah. Is Is this a Christmas movie? Well, the first <laughs> words that are spoken are, Christ is born? What was it? Christ is born. Christ is something. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to come out in October, I thought. And okay. I guess it could be. I mean, it revolves around two Christmases, so it definitely could be a Christmas movie. But <laughs> Maybe three Christmases. 
four Christmases, and then you got yourself a stew going. Okay. <laughs> but I liked building that world. I liked seeing the King Arthur court. I liked seeing the the literal court, right? Like, actually, like, the round table and everything was part of it. I liked that Dev Patel was being pulled into it. I liked that we didn't have to explain why Dev Patel was a different race yeah, than the other that people. that was nice. Did. Doesn't matter. We're, he, he is part of King Arthur's English court. Um, then the titular... Green Knight shows up. Josh, did you like the production design or the character design, I guess? Of yeah. Green. Yeah, I like that a great. lot, actually. Looked great. He sounded awesome, too. I feel like we're going to disagree and maybe harp on some of the story stuff later on, right? But I think we can all agree the Green Knight himself. Oh, my. And his bones <laughs> creaked, like his twigs and. It sounded stuff. like um, an Ents, but like cooler. Yeah. 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 His whole demeanor, too, with like the power play with like turning off the lights as he's going in and not reading anything for himself, but like possessing someone through a letter that and making was, them read it. That was something I thought was very clever. But I, I thought the mother was possessing them through witchcraft. Well, if we rewind, I think the uh, Dev Patel's mother has something huge to do with. Mm. Yeah, why though? Right. Did she create the Green Knight? She sounded like oh, it, it came sounds out like of the... She did like a medieval candy man. Yeah. So she there we go. she summons him. I he started to I, come out in the blossom yeah. and stuff. So what I thought was she summons him, but I thought, um, I mean, who was King Arthur's wife at this point? It was the isn't it the mom from the, the Vavitch? Yeah, yes. and the yeah. Vavitch mom. Yeah. So I thought that was really clever filmmaking, which is not just have her read it, but have her like entrance read it. I thought that was so cool. There's so many moments of that beginning that I love too, like when. Uh, Dev Patel says, I'll take him on, and King Arthur gets out the sword, and like the lens flare, and like the way the room lights up when the sword comes out, too. Everything about that opening sequence I love so much. And I don't know why did Dev Patel not just scratch his cheek. The Green Knight thing okay. to, you could just scratch my cheek, and then that's all he would have to do. Right? I, I almost like laughed out loud when King Arthur was like, Bro, do you understand what's going on here? Like, you're jumping up, like, like yes, all happy and whatnot. It's but, just like, a game. But like, do you understand what's going on? Because the Green Knight was very clear. You know, whatever blow you lay to me, equal will be returning one year's hence. The fact that Dev was like, let's chop off his head. It didn't help that the king, who was maybe my favorite part of the whole movie, I liked any scene that he was in. Oh, I thought he carried it. It might be, he did say, it's just a game. Like, maybe that's why he was like, well, I'm going to kill this guy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I think you're right, though. King Arthur, he was also the Sean Harris. I I thought I recognized him, but I don't. Yeah, he is. Mission Impossibles as Lane. Lane, yep. Rice, I think, maybe. Or maybe that's Mad Men. Maybe but. there's a strength in here, though. Because I think what it all comes back to is the fact that... What's his, what's Dev Patel's name? I don't want to call him Dev. Garwain. Garwain. But Garwin. they, they pronounce him... The king says Garwain, but... I mean, Garwin? 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 Well, well, well Garwin. Garwin. That's, 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 that's what we're that's calling the medium it. it was pronounced, yeah. Garwin. Garwin Dev Patel. Yeah. Garwin makes a mistake. He misreads the situation... Mm-hmm. And he does something really stupid. We've all been there. Maybe not that. Maybe not something that's that clearly stated. <laughs> yeah. But there's so much fanfare, though, right? Because I thought everyone would be like, "Why the fuck did you just chop off his head, bro? Did well, you maybe not?" They, they, they were all scared. I think he yeah. was trying to impress him. Maybe that was it. Like you know, they told you know the Green Knight told, "Hey, you can even lay a scratch, and I'll lay equal." And 
he had so much hubris and I wouldn't even call it bravery, but I would just call it stupid courage that he chopped off the head. Okay, quick timeout since we're getting into speculation territory. Does anyone have any actual insights on the anonymous story this is based no. on? I have zero. So all of this will be speculation this is, on my to part. To me, is almost like a Homer type thing. It was really helpful right before the movie. Brett actually just had a couple quick details about like what King Arthur and his court even is. Mm-hmm. I thought that Which was was not much about this movie, but... Yeah. Just lay that out. What I is it? I said something like, uh, well, they were still under the rule of the Pope and Ro- Holy Roman Empire at the time. And he was there to, the King Arthur and his knights were there to kind of keep order in England, which was kind of a wild place. And you had all the, uh, I don't remember what they're called, Picts or something like that, that tried to come in and rape and pillage and stuff. What and did you just say? Picts. P-I-C-T-S? Yeah, something like that. they're called something else in the other movie, but yeah, and, and barbarians basically, kind of yeah, pagans. I said yeah. pagans, yeah, and when I told you, but so that was like their thing version of it, I yeah. guess. Yeah, that was what they did. But some of these stories go back to like ancient, ancient Egypt or ancient, ancient England <laughs> before Christ, and I think I don't want to get too deep into it on the spot, but it is interesting to me. There's some things that like. People believe that there may have been societies like way before ours that Ancient collapsed. Ancient aliens. Ancient societies. Pull it up, young. I mean, Danny. there's an eighth continent they just discovered. So, did they? Yeah, it's amazing. I, I, it's we'll under put, New Zealand. We'll put a pin in that. So, <laughs> it, it ties into, but we're talking about the witchcraft stuff, right? And he has that line later where he says, like. Yes, I believe in witchcraft. It's all around us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like a, a lot of people, that's what they believe about ancient worlds is that they're somehow more in touch with that sort of spiritual thing. So I like thinking that a story like The Green Knight could shed some maybe truth on some ancient aliens. And I, I want to get in the plot here in a second. But the reason I ask is if there is some sort of moral lesson, is this supposed to be what was it, Garwin? Is that what we're calling mm-hmm. him? I'm not going to call him Garwin, but go ahead. Dev Patel, like... Like learning to become more mature, we see him in the beginning, like getting drunk all the time, fucking around with local people. Did his mom? His mom definitely summoned the Green Knight. We know that for sure. Yeah, hard responsible. Hard summons. Was it to teach him to be a more responsible person to gain honor through that? Is that the whole purpose of the story, basically? I think. I mean, I I could be totally wrong. Go ahead. Well, when I was watching the movie, I was thinking, is this like a power play, right? Is she like summoning the Green Knight to dethrone King Arthur? Is this going to be- Sink or swim. Right, yeah. He was also the heir, right? She passes out right after she finds out that he was chosen by the Green Knight. I thought that was the movie's tell that it was on accident. So do you think that maybe she thought that- Maybe it could have been better directed, handled. Maybe it's up to interpretation. But maybe do you think that she thought- you know, Arthur in front of all of his men, his kingdom, will be the first one to rise, and he will die, and Dev or Garwin will be the one to take over. That's what I was literally thinking up it, until the last montage, Because then it could also be a very sink-or-swim situation, which is you need to get your house in order to Dev Patel and learn what it is to be a man, be a knight, be chivalrous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe that was the play, but it could be one or the other. I just don't think it was explicitly stated. Becoming chivalrous via this journey that he goes on. So he's he, he, he chooses to fight the Green Knight. The Green Knight basically just takes a knee. He, de- he decapitates the Green Knight. Heads off on this journey. I am all in on this fucking movie at this point. I so loved, excited. I loved even the first like battle sequence that they come across. Um, Steve, you remember anything about that first like battle? I loved like the, the, the dialogue there. He's like, "Are you? do you use that like axe here? Mm-hmm. Here and there, here, no, mostly there type stuff. I thought it was like really clever. Like I was like following the dialogue, which yeah. is good for like kind of 
old English type stuff? Yeah, it's just... Um... <laughs> and there's a lot of dialogue in this beginning, there's too. There's a lot right? of dialogue. And, you and it know, goes the, away right after this It part. goes away, and this movie, it, it almost is going to fall off a cliff. It jumps off a mountain. And mm-hmm. it's, it, it's very strange the way it works, because I was hooked. I mean, like even said the battle part, I was hooked up even when he got tied up. Mm-hmm. I was hooked there, because... When they did that kind of montage of, you know, winter, spring, fall, you know, the, the year came and went, and he's bones. I was even hooked then, thinking maybe the Earth can revive him, you know, something to do with the Green Knight. But no, we keep going on our adventure. And I, f- I feel like this movie just did a hard peter out after the first 30 minutes, don't you? Maybe 40 minutes. It's a long movie, but I feel like it just did a hard fizzle. It relies more on visual storytelling. Yeah. Right, at that point, even if sometimes abstract visuals, things like him falling in a lake, there's a bunch of stars that come up or whatever. I thought that looked awesome. I liked it. When it turned red, I thought that was cool. I, the biggest bags in spoilers history by far, like most, the like largest, right? Giant bags. Oh, giant oh, yeah. bags. Like yeah, you can't, actual yeah. bags of a giant, I should say. I'm not. Yeah, I'm proportionally, a, though. Yeah, but that's, that's <laughs> for a giant small yeah. B cup. I really wish we were able to edit this episode. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Oh man, what were, what were we just talking about though? The the, the visual stuff. Okay, yeah. the visual. Yeah, stuff. I just think that like. Oh man, this would be a great point to edit too because I, I'm derailed completely. But well, this movie derails itself. But that's yeah, a good point. Yeah, I like the the guy gave me a strong. What's that character from Game of Thrones? Ramsey vibes. Bolton. Um, like, Ramsey and Roos because he's clearly a bad guy right I was getting that vibes the whole time especially when he gives him like the, the coin or whatever mm-hmm. like, he's like oh go sure. by the river or whatever yeah well yeah you knew he was bad from the jump is he from Dunkirk I didn't I, I don't. killing of a sacred deer I know what I was going to say mm-hmm. here's what, here's what, here it is that moment that you pointed out where they do like a 360 of the Loved forest it. I I did too but then it felt like the movie didn't know what to do or how to explain what is you just saw is that where the saw. short story ended I, kind of. <laughs> is that where the short story is ends? D and D round of. Is short this where the D and D are like, guys? What do we do? It's a 14th century poem, by the way, called Sir Gawain, Gawain, or whatever, and the Green Knight. And by the, anonymous. Yeah. The way that the movie ends is kind of that same way. You get like, here's what could have happened, and now here's what's actually happening. But is everything that he like? So that battle, that's like only like a day's ride. Did that actually? Happen or was that would that have been a consequence of him not getting beheaded? Because I, I was thinking that that right. battle was supposed to be like what would have happened, right? Had he not been beheaded, and like sort of everything that happens because the the, the woman who he runs into next, which so he, so I he gets tied up. I kind of like the scene where he's struggling to get tied up. I loved it, and it was an eternity, which was a good way to get in depth with the character. Like we're here for an eternity too, just as Mm -hmm. him. And that it shows like there's that rotating shot that you were talking about, and it shows like the bones, Dev Patel, and that's almost like the film teasing like these are we're showing things that might happen, right? Not things that are going to happen, but these things that are might might be things to come. Yeah, the ghost of Christmas future, Mm -hmm. not things that are going to happen, but things that could happen. So, but he gets free. From that Ramsey character, and like the dialogue just stops. He's on his own at this point, and and this is also like a chaptered movie too. There's there's title cards mm-hmm. in this. I couldn't read the fucking titles though. I couldn't tell you what they're saying. The font I, could, the, and I maybe mean, it's a projectionist, but I don't know. It wasn't a great projection. I read them all, but I couldn't tell you what they were. I mean, one was the a, the journey, the kindness, out mm-hmm. a year too short. Is that one of them? That was like on a, a two, box. Sh- a too short year. A too short year. That's what saying. It was. You could read them. 
do you like this like titling in a movie in general? Like, is this kind of like a Tarantino thing that's it like literally spread just came through? from the worst titling uh, in uh, whatever that movie was called? Southland. Why can I not? I'm, Southland I'm glad I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. yeah. I like it in The Shining, and I like how like in The Shining where it's like getting shorter and shorter time increments. This this added nothing to the film. Well, I I appreciate it when it's a hard cut to black new title. That's when I appreciate it. Like in The Shining. Like I mean, like a hard cut, like hard hard cutting, doing this soft like font raising above, and this is like the new chapter. I did not care for that at all. Did you like the scene with the woman who had been decapitated, Brett? Was that because that's where the film really started to fall apart the for me? That girl was- from. Falcon. Was that his soldier? wife at the end too? Is that the no, same woman? No. Okay. Everybody, there some everybody bad looks casting? similar. Everybody yeah. looks similar. Is that a casting issue to you? Yes. Like it that's a hard casting well, issue. Well, to be fair, the Winifred is like half black, so but she's also in dark the whole time. So she's yeah. the girl from Falcon and Winter Soldier. The issue I have with the I mean, we'll get to the castle in a little bit. The girl from the castle and his wife, you know, or his They're both red hair. Well, they both look very similar. They do. That's why I sure. was thrown off by the movie. Definitely. It's like why does was that Alicia Vikander? No. It Alicia wasn't? Vikander was his girlfriend and the crazy witch queen. Okay. That, that was I, I was gonna get to that later. Why are they the same person? Wait, so that was her? Yeah, one hundred percent. They're both Alicia Sorry, which sorry, which crazy witch his, queen? His girl Friend, his girlfriend in, in and the original, the, and the and the, the girl Lord's, in the castle. Yes, the, that's those are both. Those least, are the same. I'm almost positive. Almost positive. Okay, that to me is an issue. Yeah, and I was trying to that's figure a, out if I knew if you guys that's knew why. That's a strong issue. Then that's a real. Let me triple check. But I mean, right decision. away, go, that's her. Why is it her? And I didn't yeah. know if there was, she was witchcraft where she could read so his mind, it, and that's why she did that. So yeah. the girl who was blind, the lady who was blindfolded, was projecting. Was she projecting his girlfriend from home? Possibly. There? Yeah, it's possible. So little. I mean, yeah. Does this have to do with your theory that he's in a different reality where he wimped out, lady? And yeah, and that's what I thought too. Was like the the painting that comes up at the end. Like, would that painting have ever happened had he wimped out? Because it's the painting. How would he even get that painting? Yeah, it's. (sighs) That to me seems like doing it just to do it. That's an exercise. So the the whole psychedelic sequence, like in the lake and stuff, I thought was cool. That's good visual storytelling. But compare that to like the first couple obstacles he has to overcome. I was I was kind of bored, to be honest. That whole thing, I wasn't really that into it. I loved how the fox asked for drugs, though. <laughs> the the berries or whatever. Well, no, he's picking the mushrooms, and the yeah. fox like whines, so he tosses him. I want a trip too, bro. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Were the giants actually there, or was that a hallucination? Because again, it's like this big that to grand me, visual. Yeah, that to me is Old Testament vibes. Yeah, that to me is hard, hard Old Testament vibes. Where you know they talk about gi- giants or beings as tall as cedar trees and oak trees and just as strong walking this earth. That to me screams Old Testament. Christ-like character Josh, did you get Old Testament vibes from the giants? I got um, mythical, like this is how myth starts sort of vibes. Like maybe he sees giants on a trip. And people believe him, and he doesn't like. It doesn't seem like he's drug seeking when he gets those mushrooms. No, he's just like so hungry and tired. Would have been a lot cooler if he did. And (laughs) for all he knows, for all he knows, they are real giants, and they become mythologized. And you know, I I feel like that's what I thought I was going to be getting into with the Green Knight, but it's I don't know, man. Like this whole like middle sequence here, I was kind of bored. I was. I mean, I have no issue with quest building, where this quest leads to another quest, and this quest can build from this quest. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. But the way it was staggered, 
it feels like you could have just cut out 30 minutes of you know nonsense in my opinion <laughs> it was because i mean what led to what really i mean well, who okay who is the fox to get to the fox the cgi fox to be honest didn't look the best I mean, they did a good job of obfuscating it for as much as they could. How did you feel about the fox, Brett? I thought that he looked really cool, but I also thought that he looked really fake. So He was cute, but he didn't yeah. look good, like in terms of a movie, I would say. It was fun to watch for a while. I couldn't believe how much screen time it got, though. And it starts talking for a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was going to be talking way before it did, way before the, you know, hey, you're going to go to your death you know, scene. I... <sighs> The six, the six people in the theater, I think, all audibly reacted to the fox howling. Like, I, think we, I think everyone in the theater, With the liked giants that. howling. I think everyone liked. I think that everyone shit. liked the giants howling too. Yeah, yeah. The fox starting a howl was pretty hilarious. Am I? Me, am I? Me, go ahead. This is stupid. It reminded me of that game that people liked, the Colossus or whatever. Oh, Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, I don't know why I got that vibe. Amazing game, one of my all-time favorites. For those who didn't see the movie, the fox <laughs> gets between the giant and Dev Patel, and like howls at it and so the giant starts howling and then all the giants starts howling in unison the fox is well, he just really he want he literally wants a ride from the giants yeah and he's like can i get on your shoulder and then the fox he was there i mean i don't know if the giant was is this what does a fox say joke like are we getting trolled no, no, by no, no, this no. moment in this movie <laughs> even lowry's been holding on to this for no. years literally the only reason he made the movie was for that joke but, but yeah, presumably, right? You're taking like this visual starting storytelling is supposed to be very earnest, and the fox just doesn't look good. I think it's like a big problem with the movie. If it's one of the main characters is this fox, and it looks like a cheap CGI fox, it's going to be a kind of a big knock of the movie. And like in my head, it goes from the battle sequence, giants, Joel Edrington. Is there anything in between that that I'm missing? Oh, sorry, uh, the battle sequence, girl who gets beheaded, girl with the beheaded, yeah, giants. Joel Edrington, is there anything in that part that I'm missing? Because it's all kind of like a, a blur to me. Is his real quest the friends he made along the way? No. <laughs> we we keep talking about it. We brought it up earlier. It's gross. But like him getting a hand job from this woman, is that his downfall? Like him succumbing to some sort of Thanks, Brett. Uh, <laughs> you know, is is that the moment? Like, is it so gross and it sticks out so much? Is that like why he? Fl- it's like who? What man wouldn't flinch if your head's about to be chopped off? Yeah. But maybe he has more of a choice in this moment. Is that a Stevie question? That's <sighs> a Stevie question. Is that his whole quest to not come? Do not come. I mean, is that it? Like, Cummings against, you know, the Catholic Church that blesses all of his weapons? I mean, I don't know. Coming from a witch, though, that's a little. Uh... Yeah, lame. Can we set up the whole Joel Edrington part? Because I feel like that's like a big part of the movie, and I feel like that's the part I connected. Not he, not, was, he was in such a good mood for ninety nine percent of it. Yeah, <laughs> he was in a great mood. I don't understand how that fits like thematically outside of that little test that he does. Like, I don't get like what's supposed to be happening in the vast majority of that. Like, so he, he comes to this castle, right? He's been he's been downtrodden. He hasn't had his horse. He hasn't had like the majority of his weapons at this point. He gets the axe back. Um, he has his little fox buddy guiding him there but he shows up at this castle josh what happens at this castle the joel edgerton castle mm-hmm. uh so there's three characters in there yep an old woman a y- younger lady blindfolded old woman she's over. blindfolded every time you see her yeah never explained i'm okay with that that's not at the bottom of that maybe but yeah we'll get to that later this was one of the parts because i feel like we're in 
we're starting to get into the section of the movie where I didn't feel like I was in good hands anymore. Mm-mm. And now there's this old woman. She walks in, kind of like looks at him, says something cryptic. I just didn't buy it. It was not interesting to me to see on film. And I, I remember thinking in the theaters, like, that's where I was lost. Like I 100%. I'm so glad you said that, Josh. You're not in good hands anymore. Because in better hands, you would have felt like something's – I mean, you definitely tell something was amiss, but you didn't know if there was actually going to be a payoff of any of this, that it was actually, like, grand. Or it could have been like, wow, this was happening the entire time. It just felt like fodder to me. And the, and the woman – uh, the younger woman, the one who gives him the hand job, like she's so clearly telegraphed as like a bad guy, right? And maybe that's thematic. The fisheye lens. Well, they did, they did one fisheye lens r- real quick, and then it went away. She straight up gives this like side eye at one point. You right? know what I'm talking about? I didn't notice it, but that's interesting. They just did one fisheye lens, and that was it. We both laughed at the side eye of the camera. At one point, she goes like, "Yep," to the yep. camera, like right. Yep. It's like okay, well, she's clearly a she's bad. Clearly guy the at bad that point, which yeah. is, which I guess is fine, like thematically. But like, she gives him a book. What's the point of the book that she gives him? What what does that mean? Like what? Maybe it could be that I mean, this is so cryptic, and it could be books or knowledge. Maybe she's trying to give our Garwin knowledge that he refuses again. So maybe it's the idea that you know refusing knowledge can eventually lead to your downfall. It didn't make me laugh. That's me, like really deep dive, like real deep dive into that. It did make me laugh though, because like everyone on Earth is like, "Oh, I like to read," and like Garland's like, "Oh, I like to read." And, like, dude, you don't like to fucking read. You like to get drunk and like, <laughs> bro, fuck. you haven't read a book in like seven years. <laughs> this place, uh, Brett. What do you? Any anything you find interesting oh, over there? Yeah, sorry. I, no, you're good. I'm just, this is just super weird. Like they originally the this really powerful sorceress is her name's Morgan Le Fay and and the that's like his sister or something. I don't know. Joe Edgerton in the poem gets turned into the Green Knight and it's supposed to be like expose the true nature of King Arthur's honorable men. That which makes sense with the you're not a real but like if you're only doing thirty percent of it's just super it sounded like this guy I thought, really No, because Joel Edgerton's face was designed to somewhat look like the, the Green, Green Knight. Knight. Yeah. Yes. I thought he was beard and all. Yes. Yeah. Lord Bertilac de Hout Desert. So it's almost like <laughs> he kisses him at the end. Is that him saying like you're a sweet boy, but you still like messed up? He's no knight, truly. Like he succumbed to the sexual uh like temptation. Would That's it. That's the movie, isn't it? Is that it? Would was Garwin into the kiss at all? I thought he was. He seemed a little. He bit seemed into, a little into it. Like he wasn't like pulling away. Yeah. As he proposes a game, he will present Gawain Garwin with the greatest prize he obtains during that day's hunt, while Garwin will trade it with the greatest prize that he wins at the castle. And then says, kissing him before getting his hunting spoils is like reminding him that uh, you got my wife's gift. It's time for you to give me. Mm. So yeah. So it was like sexual temptation from. Joel Edrington, which or just kind of like, hey, you took this, you made a deal with me that if you, I'm taking whatever this, you yeah. take from my thing, you're gonna give back. So okay, I mean, there could have been a payoff there. There could have been a payoff. Could have been a payload. <laughs> oh, and that mirror is actually Dev Patel wimping out on the same like tit for tat thing that the movie is based on in yeah. the beginning. True. Like, That's whatever blow you give my wife <laughs> is the blow I'll <laughs> give to you later. I can't wait for that movie where the guy fucks the sheep. To be honest, it's going to be such a good movie. Um, I don't know anything before the end. 
I, this is spoilers. We got we got to get to the end. I, I, the The narrative around the movie is it's a slow burn, but it's one of the best final scenes of huh. any movie you've seen in a long time. Stevie, you you scoff at that audibly. It's a cop out. It's how so? Okay, so. Yeah, judge me if you will, people listening and or watching. Keep it real. But my wife dragged me to every single one of those Twilight movies in the theaters. I didn't miss one opening weekend. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. There's this giant battle. I mean, four books coming, four movies or five movies now coming together for this great battle. Characters you love are dying, you know, lava pits of hell opening, snow blood everywhere. It's crazy. Well, after 20 minutes of that, they pull back real fast, and it was just a vision of what things that would happen if they did do it. <laughs> and I, the groans in the theaters were so loud, I kid you not. This is such a cop-out of, thi- like, do a stance. Do one. Either, you know, he's brave enough now, take his head. But the whole this what will happen and pullback of I am now ready is such cop-out horseshit filmmaking I cannot get over it. Okay, two things. First of all, I like the Twilight books more than I should. The problem with that book, it was always going to be a problem. I don't care. No, I said way more embarrassing <laughs> stuff than that. It was always going to be a problem because the big climax of the last book is literally about 30 pages of dialogue. And yeah. I think it's awesome. And I was always like, how are they going to do a movie? And that's literally the only way. 20 minutes of vision. They were never going to ever have... Because it's it's literally like a ballad of a battle of uh, it's a battle of wits. I can't do this. this yeah. I mean, they're powerful, but do they know that? Yeah. So, secondly, I don't remember the ending of the poem is way better than the book, in my opinion. Like he never takes a sash off, and the Green Knight gives him a little nick on the neck, so he's embarrassed the rest of his life when he goes back. That's fantastic. That's way better, in my opinion. That is. So, like he has to live stance. with his shame the whole. That's a that's a shame mark because yeah. he took a whole head and he's letting him know you're going back with you know, your tails you know tucked between your yeah. legs. That's great. But did they want him to be the like the victor or something or? There's a short. I think I've mentioned it on spoilers before. A short story called "An Occurrence at Owl Creek" and it's just mm. the same thing. The hanging. A guy's about to get hung and then he escapes and everything and it's a solid dream and he's still at the end of the rope. And a lot of movies do this. It's a cop-out, man. I think what happens, though, with Brett telling me this is what happens in the real myth, is I think that the Green Knight probably goes ahead and gives him the nick. But it's like what the point of the movie is like what he had to show him to get him to the point of like full trust. Yeah. I I mean, I don't hate – when it all is over at the end, I didn't hate it as much. But I'm with Stevie. I mean – Pick one. Yeah. But I do I do like the thing. It's like he does win at the end. He takes the sash off. He's a, a real man. I mean, whether he gets his head cut off or not, I have no idea. I don't know if you're supposed to think Sorry. he does or not. What really bothers me is like the way that the title cards are unevenly oh. applied. Because like the, there's a title card within the flashback sequence, right? He chooses to run away. There's another journey home. There's a journey home title card mm. that comes up, but it's but like it's still the beheading part. But it's all within one dream sequence, mm-hmm. which is just I don't know. I don't like that. It feels cheap that's, to me. That's cheating a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I mean that too. And you can go back to ancient stories, medieval stories. There could also have been a battle of wits within Garwin that he could have learned. I mean, do something clever, right? I think the idea of here's things you know, ghosts of Christmas future. And now we're back here again. I think that's just cheating because mm. you're getting the you know the best of both. 
Like I thought it was literally going to be like the whole battle happened like after he becomes king because the whole yeah. the whole there's so much that happens like that's like ten like the Green Knight would have come back 10, 15 minutes of like yeah. him becoming king his son him taking his like bastard son from his lover type yeah, thing him like, casting his lover aside that was awesome that's kind of brutal man. yeah that's a long sequence of all that stuff that happens what do you think is like the thing that makes him want to do his it son's death probably I would guess. That is your, I mean, he literally loses his head at the end, right? I mean, he literally loses his head, but what, like, why the giant dramatic character change of going back there, birthing, you know, a son, casting away your lover, becoming a somewhat much of a tyrant, I imagine. Um, oh, the peasants throw some shit. Yeah, the peasants throw shit at him. Boo! <laughs> Rubbish! Rubbish. That was pretty haunting. Like it was good filmmaking when it showed his ex, for lack of a better term, like standing there, like looking at him after he got the poop thrown. That was that was good. Yeah, I mean, people like this last. I, I thought it was like well filmed. This last part. I mean, like it was a montage up there with Ghostbusters. Some would say, right, Brett? Not quite, but maybe. Up there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just I, I thought the ending was cheap. I really do. Like, if you want to build a character like. Garwin, you know, make him start out a sissy along the way, you know, or, you know, somewhat not of true knight and honor and build to the point where he's comfortable taking the sash off, you know, make him get there. And if I get that ending of him going through such brutal quests where he's ready to face what, you know, he's done or his hubris, I'm cool with that. But, you know, 20 minutes of flashback and then just to get back to where we were, that's that's hard. Do you think it would have been cool if at the end when they're obviously breaking in, it's right at the very end of the what could have been, if when the doors open, it's the Green Knight? Yeah. I, th- I was expecting that to be, because that's like, he spent 20 payment. years. Yeah. yeah, He's coming for his payment. It certainly was the Green Knight, wasn't it? I mean, they didn't it? show it, but did they have to show that, it? Or even if they I did. thought it was just his people, he became I, a tyrant, I, and his people That's what I thought it was, too. To be, and that's what I thought that was. It that? was that battle. Yeah, I th- I, that's what I thought when I was watching. It was that battle, like the war that they would lose because mm-hmm. he's an unworthy king, right? He wasn't supposed to be king. I'm it starting to like that, this movie now, actually. <laughs> I did not catch up. I, Dude, I, I don't didn't, know if there's a I, lot to miss. I was waiting to create that, that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense, though. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like set up right by that spinning in the forest, right? Where it's like these are things that might happen. Here's an example of how we're showing you he might do this, but then he goes, Daniel Day-Lewis, and there will be blood, and goes, no, and like crawls his way over to the sword type thing. Like, I, I, thought I that was like the a, third revelation. I thought that was like a <laughs> tease of things to come. But that doesn't tell me that, oh, this whole Joel, Joel Edgerton house could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why? I didn't, what did happen there? That's when we're not was in good hands. mom projecting that whole thing to him? Why? How, how the did mom's she the get fox, the too, right? The mom is the fox. Gotta be, right? Yeah, the mom's the fox. And the walrus. And that wasn't much of a fox. The walrus, yeah, no, Goo-goo-goo-ch- but <laughs> I mean, another way to do this, too, that I would have been okay with is if he gave him the nick and that wound got bigger and bigger and bigger mm. through time oh, until his head cool. fell off. I would have been... And, you know, that that wound getting bigger is what drove him to madness. Dude, that would be I a great A24 scene if he's, like, still alive at the end. And he's like, yeah, but check this out. And he's like... Nearly had the snake. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay with something like that. Yeah. Like, the journey home, he gets through it. You think everything's easy peasy. And just that wound gets bigger and bigger and bigger through time. And, like, you know, at the end, when the doors fly open, there's the Green Knight. 
and he's come to collect, and that's when the wound snaps. I am more than okay with that. He was a coward throughout the whole movie, and I guess it's just weird that he would become not a coward at the very end. I mean, he literally was crying when... I mean, again, yeah. I don't blame him for crying when people have knives in your throat, but he never gets tougher. Yeah. At the very end, he's like... I thought it was a good line. He's like, "You had, did you not have a whole year? He said, whether a year or a hundred, I'm yeah, always... You had a whole year to gain your yeah. courage, yeah. I'm just... The Donnie Darko in this is just striking me right now. It's kind of the same ending where they have to choose basically to sit still so that something can hit them and kill them, mm. right? Mm-hmm. It, and Donnie Darko laughs it off. Dev Patel's kind of a bitch. You're right, though. I'm <laughs> just mean, joking about Dev. <laughs> Here's what I thought, like... Donnie was, Darko, for sure. Here's what I thought was that? an interesting Mathemes, the director's cut. Mathemes moment, Mathemes. right? Mathemes. No director's Mathemes. cut. Don't sneak yeah. in director's <laughs> cut. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, like, but Mathemes, like, there's kind of like this, like, imposter syndrome theme, or, like, leaning into people believing that something, you are something that you're not. Like, at the beginning of the film, all he had to do to defeat the Green Knight was the Green Knight took a fucking knee. You know what I mean? He didn't defeat the Green Knight in combat. He just lopped off his head and he takes all of the credit for it. Later on in the battle sequence, or like when he's like coming across this battle, he's fine with people thinking that he's a knight when he's not. He leans into that. And at the very end of the movie, he's not a he's not a rightful king. He didn't earn the glory or the uh, the honor, I guess would be the right word here, that was like bestowed on him. So I did kind of enjoy that like thought right that he's like and it's almost like all those other bad things that happened to him were dulled by the sense of like he already knew he fucked it up in the first place right yeah you know what i mean he had like no motion Mm -hmm. in his life but i guess maybe the point of the story is that like that ultimately doesn't lead him to happiness right pretending that he accomplished something that he didn't taking credit for things he doesn't do doesn't make him happy but here's my question for you this is our fucking raw take right the four of us literally got in our car Drove right to Spoiler Studios headquarters here. Let's go. Barely discussed it at all before. Didn't like do like a, maybe a cursory Google search. Is this movie something that you want to try and unlock? Is this something that like has, has sparked your interest to dig deeper in? Brett, I want to ask you for it. Or, or are you just like, whatever, I saw it once, I'm done. I have this article pulled up with, I've been pulling a little bit of it. I would be okay with reading that. And that's probably it. I might be willing to read the poem. It's from the 14th century, so I was close from 800 years. So that's so much a pain in the ass to read something like that. You have True. to read it, and then you have to read like the it's like reading the original Dante, then being like, "All right, how dumb am I?" That's one of the reasons why I haven't read any Shakespeare because it's like a different freaking language. Thank you, Josh. Actually, just watch Deadwood; you'll be just as confused. Josh, is this something you want to dig into at some oh, point? I think, he, uh, I think this, he's all in. You mentioned the good hands thing. If if we think that we're in good hands, then we would, in good faith, think, "Okay, there, there's something here." Do you think that there is something here worth digging into? It's been lauded by critics. People fucking love this movie. It's got a nine. 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, I'm honestly starting to think maybe I wasn't well-read enough, smart enough the first time going through it. Um, but is that what fucking A24 does? <laughs> you, have, you have to read the fucking old English poem and, okay, so and three graphic novels. And three graphic novels. Two pieces of knowledge have flipped me a little bit here. One is that as soon as he goes into the forest, he's living in the reality he chose in a way. That's kind of cool. The second one is that in the original story... The Green Knight does give him the nick. So that's like a twist to me. You're almost supposed to find out after you watch this movie, it actually isn't off with his head. He's going to give him kind of another fake out and nick him. And now he can go back with honor and change everything. So it's almost like a happy ending that you read on Wikipedia. That's kind of cool. I I don't know. I don't think I mentioned it, by the way. He never takes the sash off in the original story. That's why he gets the nick, because the Green Knight can't. 
do anything else to him, really. So, so he's just using that's witchcraft. A that's a shame. Right. So uh, he couldn't even really be hurt. That's why he, he I'm sorry, yeah, the Green Knight doesn't just do that to make him shame, but he, he refuses to take the sash off. And so... Even during sex, coitus. Sash stays on. Sash stays on, boys. To be fair to him, he said no. Stevie, is this something you want to dig into more? Okay. Not, not to tip your hand on what... I understand Josh's point about finding stuff out later on, but as a single medium, I shouldn't have to go and read something else to understand Just had what a today. medium is portraying. It drives me insane that, you know... And you said there was like A24 official content put out there. That's like, when I knew you know? things might go south. That's a bad fucking That's sign. Because I, I watch a lot... I mean, I don't have cable... So I'll typically watch like podcasts or like show clips on YouTube, and I imagine because I watched this trailer a bunch, I started getting videos. And A twenty four was like, "All you need to know to understand the Green Knight," and I went through Garwin's. That's not great. No, Garwin's lineage, like time of place, like what the Green Knight is. Like I went through a bunch of stuff, like where in England it would be. And- but I will say, being expected to know some of <laughs> literature's most famous stories probably historically i i didn't know them so i'm just admitting fault that's different than expecting to know richard kelly's own graphic novels he wrote around his right own but world. everybody true. knows Very king true. arthur everybody knows excalibur like when he pulled out excalibur i was like whoa like everybody knows there's some weight to that moment mm-hmm. you know it's just literally kind of, the king is like yeah, what's, what's, yeah. What's <laughs> and quite frankly <laughs> i mean i hate to say this like you know hindsight's 2020 but what's um lane's name for mission impossible sean harris or Good enough. Yeah. I, yeah. The actor, I hate to say that. King? The King? It could have been a two and a half hour Sean discussion. Harris. Sean Harris? It could have been a two and a half hour discussion between him and Garwin about how his, his failures of an uncle and how he wants him to be better. And I would have been a okay with that because he's such a good actor. Yeah. Like, he's I good. wish he was in the movie way more. Yeah. I loved his, you know, him talking to Garwin, being like, you know, you've grown up here, but I don't really know you. You know, you've grown up in my kingdom. I know my kingdom, but I don't know you, and that's my fault. I love that stuff. Any other final thoughts? Yeah, that dialogue where she's talking about why green, not a strong point of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, why not blue? Red is the color of the lifeblood. My eye is glazed over during that part. <laughs> that was a tough one. I closed my eyes a few times towards the end, like, kind of this, like, could I sleep if I wanted to? <laughs> yeah, the answer was yes. <laughs> uh, two... Quick throwaway scenes that I really liked, but we haven't talked about because they didn't really. I really liked the. Um, I don't know why it resonated with me so much, but when he's getting ready to go away and his girlfriend was like putting herself out, like she'd been kind of uh, sarcastic and, you know, didn't take anything serious the whole time, but she literally is like, What would you think if we were married? Would that I, be okay? Dialogue. With you? And he literally yeah. doesn't. I mean, he kind of. I'm surprised that she didn't get mad at him because he's kind of just like, no, saying no without saying no. And I really liked that. Um, I thought it was good acting, plus your voice was really good. I did, I just want to say that that is a strong moment, and it. I didn't notice it in the movie, but Pappy pointed out, like, there really is a point in the movie where it's like, all right, we're done with the dialogue and we're moving into this yeah. oh, visual yeah. storytelling. But now. the dialogue you, was really well done. Bad end. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about the king had great dialogue, the girl had good dialogue, and then it's just like a, a journey. I don't, I, mean, I don't know. We need uh, words on the screen. Second thing I thought was cool, I kind of, I'm just guessing on what it is, but when the Green Knight came into the chamber, 
and the king looked at his magician, and magician's like basically like, dude, this guy's not to be messed with. I thought that was like the super magician powerful. was like, this ain't me, guy. I was hoping, <laughs> that, I was that, was hoping that was Merlin, dude, that but was it just great. says magician, so hundred percent Merlin. Yeah. The king's like, and Merlin's like. No, bro. This no, ain't sir. me. I've played a lot of pranks on you in my day. This ain't me. Because <laughs> they didn't really explain who that was, but I think you're supposed to guess with the tattoos. Fucking and... love that part. Yeah, and I think it's in part because we could all pull a little bit of a different meaning from that. I was thinking his king was like, "Fuck this guy up," and he's like, mm. "I can't." <laughs> kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it can meant a lot. You have no power here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go around our round table of sorts. Yes or no? Josh, we'll start with you. Go this way around the table. Go give it to us. Um, I have no idea what I'm gonna say. This is a tough one. Uh, I will admit, coming out of the movie theater, I felt a little flat. But I, I'll give the movie credit. I think it knows what it's doing at the end. Um, it's a blast to talk about tonight with you guys. First live recording. This is amazing. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and give give it a super soft yes. I like um, lore and stuff like that just too much. Uh, there's enough strong points in this movie. We were hyped up a lot, though. And yeah. I, I was let down. Yeah. But I'm trying to like come back to base and be like, I actually think this is a pretty decent movie, and I'm going to give it a soft yes. Stevie? Hmm. This is such... This is like one of the hardest ones I've ever done. Yeah. Was that a, a Dev Patel's horse over there? <laughs> yeah, he was, he's so excited to see after cowering away. Um, <sighs> he didn't have to walk back. I love the initial first 40 minutes. I mean, I thought the first 40 was a banger. And like Josh said, you felt like you were in good hands. Allstate. Yeah, you felt like you were in really, really good hands. And just the, the drop-off of what we got, I, I appreciate visual storytelling. I can't get past the storytelling of seeing future. Like, as an audience, I understand Def, like As an audience, I'd almost have, rather have him saying, wait, open his eyes. Like, we think he's seeing something, and then say, okay, go. Like, that, to me, is stronger. What do you mean by that? So, he's been cowering away and cowering away, right? Mm-hmm. And... To me, it, you know, we, it would have been up for interpretation, but if he would have stopped and said, wait, and he would have been running his eyes back and forth, back and forth, mm. like he's seeing something, but we don't know what that is. And then him taking off the scarf and dropping it, I'm okay with that. That to me is a lot better than the Twilight 2 endings we got of this is things to be, this is things that is. That I can't get past that. Visually, it's great. I love seeing a red flare go off in water. Mm -hmm. I I think that looked incredible. Red, to me, looks the best on screen anyway. Um, But, yeah, I I don't like the way the story was structured at all. The movie was structured at all. So I'm going to give this just a flat no. Mm. Flat now. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't answer my own question earlier. Do I feel like this is worthy of further investigation? And based on that, um, who directed this? Sorry. David Lowry. David Lowry. He's salty. I, I liked a ghost story quite a bit. I know we've been talking a lot about is this all state good hands or is this not all state good hands. I trust his first movie. 
I'm going to watch this movie one more time. And because of that, I'm going to give it a super duper duper, the, the softest yes I've ever given, which it keeps getting lower and lower and lower. What's the softest yes Would I've ever given? Would you revise it after the second time? Yes. Okay. It will hinge on the second viewing. I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna Google the fuck out of this movie. I'm going to like Google all the theories. I'm going to Google what everyone's okay. saying. So you're wa- pulling a Green Knight right now. I'm going to watch the 60-minute the YouTube uh, video essay, why the Green Knight is actually great type thing. Like I'm going to give it a fucking chance because I really think that there is something here tbd but there's enough visually there's enough in the first 40 minutes there's enough cleverness in the dialogue where i i would never fucking be like hey buddy let's watch the green night you know what i mean <laughs> i would never like bring like a date over and be like hey i got this great christmas movie the green night let's all like, gather Steel around box, green night <laughs> i will i will be alone i will not be sober and i will watch the green night one more time <laughs> after i do all the research and then i'll give my final decision but there's enough there to keep me like i'm interested very soft, yes, but I don't. I'm not smart enough to get it, and then like I don't think I'm a dumb guy. I watch a lot of movies. We watch a lot of movies. We talk about a movie every week. Maybe it, okay. So maybe I kind of get that clear. I watch a movie every day. Yeah, uh, that's really weird on my part. I understand that, but film wise, I understand it. It looks incredible. Yeah, the shots they pull off are stunning. The blocking, the lighting, lens flares were looked great on this. Sorry, JJ mm-hmm. Abrams, they suck on yours. Yeah, he used them stylistically. Stylistically. It was nice. Used them. I loved that. I also love the dialogue. I like somewhat of the character building. It's just the structure of the story I cannot get over. I want to get that across. The only below the line thing that I have to complain about at all is the look of the fucking CGI fox, but I love the character of the CGI fox. I love his little howl. I love his like the way he hops around. I love the way he trips on those shrooms. Like so that's, I mean, like, it's not an incompetent movie. And on top of that, I'm interested enough in the story to dig a little bit deeper. I don't know. I mean, again, not a hard yes on a movie I would ever suggest someone to watch, but it's enough for a soft yes for now, but maybe revised later. Brett. Well, are we going to cut to you in nine months and you're, you got everything <laughs> mapped out on a wall? Charlie you, Kelly. Like the scavenger, you know what all the. <laughs> there is no Pepe Sylvia. Every stone in his necklace, you know what it means and like what section of the kingdom it came from. Happy. Not only do all these people work here, but they've been asking for them daily basis <laughs> for months. And to be fair, like like I said, this is our raw take. And I, I don't know if that a good film makes if you have to dig into all this extra sure. stuff, but this is this feels like a mystery that does feel worth unlocking to some extent at this point. And based on that alone and all of the below the line stuff and the visuals, very, very soft yes. But Brett, round us out here. Yeah, I you got something else? Oh, that's fine. Uh, I had already made up my mind as Josh was talking. I think he said enough there that convinced me. I'm also going to make it a soft yes. Wow. Because, um, I mean, I uh, no, I mean, spoiler alert, I came out and I texted my wife. I said, bad, bad movie. <laughs> that's what I texted <laughs> bad, my bad, wife. Yeah. Three words. Bad, so, but talking movie. to you guys, I mean, I'm with Stevie. That get, there's so many what ifs, what, what it could have been, or if it would have been the same movie, the first act as it the second and third act as it was the first act, it could have been really awesome. Oh my God. The dialogue, like Stevie and I are on the same page with the King. Like we loved everything he said. I loved Alicia Vikander. I liked the real one. The witch one, I guess was hot. I mean, she did all right. Throw a line in there. Throw a line in there. Like, why do you remind me of yeah, a no, woman? Why? I, like, he didn't even seem to recognize her, right? Throw a line in there. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I like Joe Edgerton and everything. So he's whatever he's talking about. He's better blue. <laughs> sexier <laughs> is this part of the brighter verse <laughs> um, but yeah no I don't 
it was, it was good enough. It was good enough. And no, talking you were to you guys. Hyped, though. That- no, but here's what, here's the thing though. Here's what it's that I have that you guys didn't. I watched the trailer for the first time six hours ago. Yeah. I had never even heard of this movie until you guys were like, Green Knight, Green Knight. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and I finally looked it up. And I still, I thought the Green Knight was Sir Gawain. So I was wrong on that part. So it's kind of like how I like season eight of Game of Thrones a little more than you guys. Yeah. Because I didn't wait two and a half years for season yeah. eight. I had watched from season one to season eight. I envy you. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Don't bring and that it, up. Drew Rockland like, still mad at us for Game of Thrones. Best friend Drew. Yeah. I, I gave it a no. But I will <laughs> give that. I will oh. give this a... I'm not going to give the world softest yes like Pat, but I'll give it a soft yes. I, I thought cool. there was enough there. First act was strong. Visuals are really cool. Um, Good there, enough. There's about a word a minute in the last 80 of the movie, which is really weird. It's hard. Yeah. But. I, I have one question. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm done. For the casual viewers that listen to, you know, say casual film viewer, you know, they don't have, haven't seen as many films as we have or know as much. Would the casual film viewer like this movie? Or do you have to like, like, like film a lot to like this movie? I couldn't recommend this movie to anybody. I couldn't. Can you imagine like any of our moms, like showing them the green Knight? Like they <laughs> I, would, couldn't rec- I couldn't recommend this, my recommend this to my father-in-law. Yeah. yeah. We gave it three yeses, but the feeling as we walked out of the theater was cool. Yeah, it was bad. Cool. We were trying cool. so Quite hard cool. not to say anything. <laughs> Happy kept starting and then going, nah. Nah. Because <laughs> nah. he's trying not to say anything. <laughs> By the way, I'm probably going to have to watch this again because this is going to be nominated for something, right? Below the line stuff, I'm sure. So, we, my wife and I watch all the stuff, and we're gonna watch it again. Yeah. The movie literally ends with what we're talking about, like the close up of Green Knight Groot's face, like this close, being like, "Now off with your head!" Like off with your head. It almost like rubs in. Let's get to hacking. Yeah. <laughs> it rubs in that ambiguity in a kind of bad way. Mm-hmm. I understand why it was cool because, like, the ending is a little bit of a bad taste in your mouth. I think. Yeah. Well, hopefully this format didn't leave a bad taste in your mm-hmm. mouth, listener. This is a, a new thing. We, we want your feedback on this. We're recording live. We're going to sort of upload it right away, put it on YouTube. Uh, what are you saying, Josh? Go ahead. Just say it. Yeah, we got some new gear here. Thanks to the Patreon. Thanks yeah. to you. And you made go. this possible. We, couldn't, we literally could not do this today without your support. So and we want you. to do this whole episode without editing. And we usually toss to Spoiler Man for mm. some things, but I will say right off the bat, you can follow our Instagram at Podcast Spoilers, and it's lit. It is lit. So thank you for listening. That was Spoilers. Take it away, Spoiler Man. Special thank you to our patrons, Matt Troll, Brother Brian, Druid King, Nick, The Meg, David, Nurse Stacy, 